hey, you listen to me talk about Dave Cowens driving taxis instead of playing center. To elaborate further, my good friend, very hilarious comedian, my partner on our garbage truck, it's me and her, I ride on the back, she drives, the god herself, the creator of Blair. Give it up for Mo Welch, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Did you say garbage truck? Because there's one right outside my garage right now. Yeah, okay, I thought. Yes, I could. Just, yeah, I was just like, let's in. just bring it in. Because if you if you're listening if you're listening to the show with like good headphones or whatever, like you'll hear it, and then you'll it'll be you'll now the scene is set. Me and Mo are doing this podcast. It's like on theme in a way. I don't know why I'm blanking right now, but like, don't they call you the garbage man if you get all the rebounds? Like. The- <laughs> The, it's For like sure. yeah definitely yeah that's uh that's like a in, term in 1970 yeah that was the i think that was the only term they had for <laughs> look at this garbage man. guys who got rebounds yeah. was <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny about this story is that like i keep wanting to call this dude bill like he feels like he looks like a bill to me and so i keep being like bill bill cowens yo i didn't know i didn't know the i thought his name was bill too and it made me realize that the Mandela effect can happen with white things. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Bills and Dave's. I thought his name was Bill for 20 years. The problem with the name Bill, though, do you know any Bills who ball? I mean, Bill Walton, but I don't know him personally. I don't, you know, yeah. my dad's name is Bill, but we all know he left before teaching me a jump shot. So That's true. Stay tuned for details on that. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't want to leak any Part release two. dates, but I know you Part got some, some hot dad stuff coming yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. This story was crazy because I feel like this guy was like, he was like the beta version of Larry Bird in a way. Like, because some of the stuff he was doing was so odd and he was on the Celtics and it was just like, it, I don't uh, know, like you raise your eyebrows on it and you're just like, wait, he was doing like Larry Bird before Larry Bird. Yeah. Off the court Bird. Yeah. Like, what was Bird? Bird used to like what mow his lawn every day, every week, and like and press like, would come to watch him. But also, he had that stint where when he left Indiana, he went back to French Lick and was like working for the the like parks department. You know, so like there's something about it where they're like, I just want to be a regular guy, and you're like, No, you're seven feet tall. Like, go make millions of dollars. You can't be regular. No, just let it go. Would you rather be? painfully tall or just live a chill life chill life right but maybe it's like a thing where it's so much different to be i don't know what is painfully tall you know it'd be hard to be seven feet tall and not good at basketball yeah that's not that sucks yeah that's i refuse to think that's even possible this can't be that can't happen yeah but i'd be in to be in the sixes i guess it would be okay but i don't know it's different for a lady you're seven feet tall and you come off the bench for a team you don't like right are you taking it would you do it yeah because you know i mean if if i'm in the nba you know that they make like like 10 minutes on the court is the WNBA salary so it's like you have to take advantage of that money you're gonna make save it up and then be you know be a recreational taxi driver okay you play in the league for a year, then you buy a cab outright. <laughs> outright, I love it. It's probably like five thousand dollars. 
An old crown Victoria. Yeah. You spray paint a yellow yourself. This It makes sense to me. Okay, here's another. Hold on. I got another hypothetical for you. All right. Would you rather be a star in the NBA in the 70s when no one cares? <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. It's the 70s. There's no TVs. Absolutely no one. Well, there's no TVs in the 70s. <laughs> but it is before the NBA. Was, it was like the NBA was not cool yeah. in the 70s. Yeah. Not cool. But you are a legitimate star. All NBA. Or you're like the 15th man today. And it's like super NBA. You might. You probably make the same amount of money. Yeah. Like you're the best player in 1969. Well, when did Kareem Abdul-Jabbar play? Because I'm like, he played all throughout the 70s, right? Definitely. Yeah, so I guess I'll take the 70s. I guess I'll be a star. I guess I'll be a star. Because then maybe maybe I'd be the first, like the first Gatorade icon. I like that. I see what you're saying. You know, get all, get all the stuff first. Like, set the bar for, for Michael Jordan and, yeah. you know, LeBron, Cheryl Swoops. Yeah, you get the Converse deal. You're wearing the PF flyers. Yeah, I'm wearing the the Steph Curry twos. <laughs> I'm trying to get a pair of those right now. Oh, for real? Yeah, like I want to wear it like uh, like if I ever tape a special, I want to wear them. I just think they're funny. Wow! For like the four people that, that would <laughs> notice. <laughs> Mo Welch, did you? And then you? What if it made like BR kicks? <laughs> Mo Welch taped her special in the Curry Flow Nines. <laughs> That's how low my bar is that I'm just like, I want to make like an Instagram page about my shoes. I think it's going to happen. I think I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to manifest it with this podcast. Hell yeah. Have you ever driven a car professionally? Uh, yeah, there was a time uh, in my early comedy life where when I moved to L.A., I had to kind of be the chauffeur of uh these like rich kids in venice whoa and i would pick them up from their school and then bring them back but my car was like so unreliable like there were times where i was like i'm sorry it won't start so it was just like you know (laughs) it was the worst i was like the worst employee it's like oh all you need is to have a working car and i'm like i cannot do that so i actually can't yeah (laughs) did you ever did you ever do uber or anything no i um I attempted to get a job with Postmates and then Postmates wouldn't hire me because I, I got a weed charge in Virginia, uh, which, which is crazy because it's like, can't you buy can't weed on Postmates? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Thank you, Mo. Thank you. But so that didn't work out. So then I got a job delivering weed <laughs> and I did that for like almost two years. Imagine being like a famous, like Kevin Hart like level comedian where you're making, you know, just like loads and loads of money and that, that you would at times be like, I'm going to take a break from this tour and I'm going to go drive a taxi. Like that's crazy. It's beautiful. He walked. So Ron Artest could run, you know, you (laughs) you remember Ron Artest was working at circuit city. What is that? What closed him down? Yeah. When he, (laughs) yeah, he he was trying to get early on the, them closeout deals, nah. So yeah, like when he um when he first got signed with the Bulls, I believe it was that first season. Maybe it was a couple years later, but some post NBA Ron for sure. He was working at Circuit City so he could get the employee discount. That's what he'd say. Like they somebody saw him 
<laughs> in a polo, just at like a circuit city in like the Bronx. That's amazing. That's amazing. Cause yeah. I think these like, you know, when stars do that are like athletes, I'm like, there are some athletes and I'm like, you, you're seven feet tall. You play basketball your whole life. You're great. And like, but that doesn't mean you're meant to play basketball. Like maybe it's just like, you've been playing basketball because that's, what's been handed to you. But like, like Ricky Williams, like I always, when I saw that, did you watch that? Like, is, was it, it was kind of like a 30 for 30 or ESPN film. When I was watching that one and he's like talking about writing poetry and all of this, I was just like, that dude has the body for a football player, but is not meant to be a football player. And that's how I feel about he this guy. Doesn't. Yeah. He's like, he might be a regular yeah. guy that just wants to like work in an office or like just be like a blue collar guy. But he was like given the gift of basketball, which we all obviously desperately want. I mean, dude, think of how many accountants are like, I fucking hate counting. Yeah. I hate counting, but I, yeah. And they want to be in the this NBA. Is, I just can do it. Yeah. They want it so bad. I could just see how somebody would be like, like anything else, like maybe forced into like a career that they didn't necessarily, you know, like maybe, maybe he just wants to be, have a simple life. Um, not that, not that paparazzi was following this guy, you know, it's the seventies. Like you said, it's not like it's. LeBron or anything. Well, you never know. I mean, also it was Boston. I assume that Boston was insane about the Celtics from day one. Like mm. they just, as soon as it was the Celtics were established, they're like, oh my God, he's Irish. Right. Yes. Yeah. And it was just a wrap. Yeah. I think Boston, I wanted to look this up. I didn't, I didn't get to, but I was like, do they have the weirdest, like quirkiest white guys, like the most of them in history? Cause I'm like, this is like, like his personality is just like, there's parts of it that's Larry Bird. And I'm like, and I'm sure there's like a Danny Ainge. I'm sure that there's like a, a list of guys that have just been like, what? Oh yeah. I mean, Kevin McHale, come on. Yeah. Kevin McHale for sure. Big goofball. Him. I mean, Red Auerbach, he's strange. Right. He's wearing shades indoors. Why? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. There's gotta be something, something in the water. There has to be something there. There has to be a new rideshare service we can start based on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. For NBA players I, driving him. Yeah. I mean, how much, how much money are guys making on Cameo? You know how like you go on Cameo and then like, you know, the last guy on a bench on the team, he'll have a Cameo. Yeah. And his Cameo, it'll be like, hey, 20 bucks. I'll say happy birthday. But if it's NBA players driving cars. You could charge so much more. Right. Oh, yeah. Get a ride. Yeah. Totally. Especially if you get to talk to them the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Like fucking Archie Diacono or some shit, wherever that dude's name is. Like, yeah, that's like a $600 ride. Yeah. And you're in like a, you, you're definitely in like a big, like it's, it's probably like an excursion or something sick. Right. An escalator, or some shit. Like, yeah, to have that sort of like, instead of it being cameo, it's like a real experience and obviously dangerous to these celebrities uh, getting in the car oh, with for these sure. weirdos. But I would, do, I would do that. I'd be like, pick me up. Uh, let's go to you know the Ivy, and then let's go. To, let's go. Let's go to the Americana, the Galleria. Go shopping, oh. and then uh, you take me to my stand-up show and hang out in the green room with me. It's a whole night, 
And then you babysit too. Like I have my kid with me and you babysit in the green room. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I would pay a couple hundred dollars for that. <laughs> you cover my kid's ear when I curse. Yeah. You t- I'll tell you what I'm going to say beforehand. So you can just get ready. Do earmuffs. Dog, that's, I mean, come on. That's a thousand dollars, what you just told me. Yeah. There, there is something to like, okay, if this guy, I know he only did the taxi like a night, but that we know of. But you know when you get in an Uber and the Uber driver's like, yeah, I just do this for the experience. I just do this for fun. And you're like, no, you're doing this for money. Like, why would anyone do this for fun? (laughs) You know, like, but this guy actually was like the OG doing it for fun, not doing it for the money. Listen, it's for the love of the game. Mm -hmm. I didn't make any money delivering weed. I just wanted people to be high around me. (laughs) That's so sweet of you. I'm just a big sweetie. Sorry, you know what I'm saying? Big, uh, big, you know, big apologies for me. Dave Cowan's also one of those guys who's like, you look, you play NBA 2K and he's on like, uh, he's on the all Celtics roster and you're like, how? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Are there any, I haven't played in forever, but like, are there any guys that are just sitting on, like guys are just like, I don't know. I'm just like, it's kind of funny that some guys are just sitting on the bench the whole time. Like even in this game, you know, it's so depressing. Wait, that's a good question. Are there any players in 2K who've never been used? Do you know what I would do? If I would play 2K, this is kind of getting Sims about it. But if you could play with the bench players, like, like they move seats, like, no, you move over the way that like LeBron will tell somebody to like move over. I like, yeah. I would play if it's like, I could deal like there's psychology going on on the bench of the players. And like, <laughs> and like, what's like, pe- <laughs> and like the kid yelling Kevin Durant, like at him, like a couple rows behind and like being able to like do that, you know, be like, <laughs> <laughs> to be able to like control the child who's yelling at the players and to control the coaches and what they tell the players. This is getting like very Sims like, but uh, just something to think about. I think you just created NBA bench manager. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty hot for this Christmas. Yo, hold up. See, Mo, the thing about it is this is kind of an amazing game that people would play. Yeah, I mean, we know we would. It would be mad easy to make, dog. It's like yeah. awesome. Yo, really? Wait, hold on. We're taking this off air. I'm not talking <laughs> about this on the podcast no more because this yeah. is actually a couple hundred thousand dollars we're talking about. Yeah, someone's gonna take. Someone's gonna take this idea for sure. We should go on Shark Tank with it. <laughs> but first off, I mean, actually, let me take that back because I don't know how to code. Do you know how to code? Nope. We need a coder. So we'll let's explain it and then somebody to just if you're listening to this, help us and yeah. just cut us in, dog. All we need, what, 10 10 percent apiece? Yeah, we need 10 percent of written by. Uh, and, yeah, you know, I'd like, to, I'd like to like play a character if possible. You know, Mo, Mo would like to be in the game in the stands. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to play a mascot, but you don't know it's me. I never take the helmet off, but I'll do the mocap for a mascot. Yeah, yeah. It's turn-based. It's like Final Fantasy, but it's just with the guys on the bench. Because you know there's a weird psychology to like... The where where they sit on the bench. Like, sometimes they want to sit all the way over near the corner. 
And it's like, so is the bad spot on the bench? Like, okay, so the cool spot on the school bus was always going all the way to the back. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So on the bench, is it like the closer to the coaches that's like lame? Hmm. Because you think if you're close to the coach, maybe you're getting in soon. Well, in high school, it's strategic. You're like, I want them to know I'm right here so that I could be the sub in, you know, so they're looking down the thing and they just see you right there and they have to keep looking at you. So eventually they're going to feel bad and just put you in. Which does that work? That's what I tried. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always sitting right by the coach. (gasps) Even in rec basketball. I'm like, it's so sad. Proximity. That's a strategy. You just, know, you know, always be there in front of their face. All right. I think that, yeah, because the end of the bench, the end of the bench is kind of good, though. You probably I think you get more camera time mm-hmm. down at the end, especially if you start talking about like TNT overtime. You right. know how they have like the the bench cams now. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's on you the whole night. OK. All right. Well, we got that. We got that covered. So, yeah, if you're a coder, just like. You know, you could holler at us. Listen to that little chunk that we just obviously explained the game perfectly. So you should have no problem. And if you have any questions, I'm just like you obviously didn't listen. So yeah, so go back. It's probably about yeah. the 14 minute mark of this mm-hmm. bad boy. Just started about 14 and 14 to now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever just been like, man, fuck this. I'm just going to go work. I'm just going to just do a data entry. There was like a time I was just talking about this because there was a time uh, like a couple of years ago, maybe like four years ago, where I've always had this dream that I could be an architect. And, uh, you know, even though I'm horrible at math, (laughs) just because I like to doodle and... <laughs> and I was like, maybe I could just be an architect. And I looked it up and it was just like, the thing is, is I dropped out of college to do comedy. So it's like, I'd have to like finish up my bachelor's and then I'd have to go to school. But there was a time where I truly was like, this is not really working out. I'm, uh, I've been on the bench for quite some time and maybe <laughs> I need to pivot. So yeah, there was a time where I was like, yeah, maybe I should do that. But you know, it's like, anytime you think that then then like the universe kind of like lets you know, like, hey, Conan wants you to be on his show. And I was like, OK, never mind. I don't want to be an architect. Yeah, no, nah, we're done with that. You like you were wearing a hard hat when you got the call. <laughs> <laughs> you your hard hat down. You're like, oh, shit. Um, I don't know any great. architects. I'm just like, well, the Brady Bunch dad was an architect, so <laughs> he's in pretty happy. You listed him as a reference. I've seen Brady Bunched movie. Yeah. (laughs) Did you want to, did you think about it? Oh, for sure. I used to, um, Mm. I used to go on stage and just yell about how we should all be working at FedEx Kinko's. Yeah. It would have saved them. Think about it. Think about how much happier we all would be if we were like operating a FedEx Kinko's. 
I mean, no one should hire a comedian who's actively trying to be a comedian because like every job I had during like coming up, it was just me writing jokes instead of doing the work and me being like, I'm too good for this place. You know, it's just like, nobody's like, oh, they're so great. It's like, no, then you're a bad comedian. But that's the thing. Nobody's too good for FedEx Kinkos. Come on, man. No, that's true. Humbling. Yeah. Full size posters, man. Laminating things. It's like. Yeah. It's cathartic. It's therapeutic. But that's me. Look, once we once this game cracks, we open a couple of FedEx Kinkos. We'll be set. Start doing international uh-huh. shipping. And then we're set up. And then it's done. And then, hey, guess what? Then, then fucking oh, you pl- premium blend can kiss my ass. You know? <laughs> premium blend. Yes, I had to think of a stand-up back. show that didn't exist. I was like, look, yeah. I can't say <laughs> I can't say fuck any ones that actually exist. So yeah, premium yeah, blend, premium you're blend. done. Oh, you know what I, something I was thinking about with, uh, remember you said that he was, uh, this dude was, uh, had the most fouls in one season, which I think is hilarious that like, that that's public information. Uh, I was like <laughs> wondering if there was like a Razzies for sports or if, if we should also start that, like, just like, the worst of the mm. worst in sports because they do it for movies. They, and so sports version is just bloopers, but we're trying to take it another level. Let's do yeah. real awards. The Dave Cowan's award for worst foul or dumbest foul, <gasps> um, something like that. Yeah. Comedians bloopers are just like, well, the mic, you know, you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yo, I had a bloop. I had a fucking blooper last night. I fucking spilled a drink. On the, there was like a, the stage had a, um, like a, like a booth, like a sound booth for like the mixing board and stuff. Right. And there was a loose wood panel on the side of this booth. So I put my drink down and then the panel knocked the drink over (laughs) everywhere. And I was just like, all right, you know, my life's over. I was like throwing ice, like at the crowd. It was, it was nice. You were like, look how silly I am, guys. I'm a physical comedian. Exactly. I started. You're I trying to be Andy Kaufman, yeah. Uh, yeah, I went carrot top Classic. as soon as I could, and then I looked behind the booth, and there was a bin full of soccer balls, and I was like, "Son, I can't. If I start juggling these, you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna have to leave town." Yeah, <laughs> you have to leave town or start a variety show. That's it. Questions for me to ponder for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Mo Welch, ladies and gentlemen, where can the people find you outside of Uber and Lyft? In uh, the yeah, greater Los Angeles area. I'd be so lucky. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Momo Welch, just where I draw cartoons and sometimes I post comedy stuff. Also, I want to. I'm going to be hosting WNBA Story Time. I'm just trying to get some stories together. So let's get yo that. get the. I've been get the I'm, files together. I feel like I'm going to get some files together because I'm. This is going to be the spinoff. I'm. I'm prepared. Uh, as long as I get a, I don't even want an EP. Let me be a PA on that. I don't need an EP on that. Let me just EP on that. Wait, one last thing. What's your um? What's your lift score? What's your passenger score? Oh my gosh! I never looked at it. Somebody told me I had a five the other day. Really? Maybe. I don't think I have a five because sometimes, you know, my <laughs> wife will hop in with me, and she's, you know, she's she can be high maintenance. Immediately under the bus. I know, under the bus immediately. (laughs) Oh, man. It's her fault. 
It's because when we go into a hotel room, it's like, uh, like anytime we go to a hotel, it's like before we even check in, she's like, I want to change the room. I want it to be better. Like she knows that she's going to want to change the room. Every time we go to a hotel, I just wait in the lobby because I know she's going to want to change the room when she sees it. And I'm (laughs) like, even if it's the best room, have you ever tried it where it's like, all right, we actually have the the best best room. Yeah. It's never the best, but there's like, you know, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll sleep across from the elevator or in the elevator, you know, but I'm trash (laughs) and you need somebody to take you out of the trash sometimes. No, that's true, man. That is what love is, folks. I'm going to change my profile. Oh, my God. I have a five. Come on. Oh, my God. This is such a great day. People love me. They love me. Yeah. (laughs) And they love you for doing the show. They love listening to this. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you. It's NBA Storytime. You beautiful, beautiful geniuses. Thanks for listening to NBA Storytime. I'm your host, co-writer, and stretch three on the floor, Jamel Johnson. Harry Swartout is our producer, co-writer, and a man heavily invested in rec specs. Daniel Hardigan is our script editor and the guy who mops up after people who fall down under the basket. Devin Shepard is our associate producer and the only one who makes sure we all get on the bus on time. Thank you, Devin. Haley O'Shaughnessy is our consulting producer and leading the league in bench points. John Yales and Peter Moses are our executive producers, and they also insisted on calling their own fouls. Real good to you guys. Got an idea for a story you want us to tell? Leave it in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll put it in front of our Podcast Homeowners Association to see if we're allowed to make it sometime in the future. And I'm not repainting my fence. NBA Storytime is a Blue Wire podcast. Catch you next time.